Hello, and welcome to Walk the Walk. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about Moses. And I am going to be reading from Hebrews 12, 24. Now, this is an extraordinary story about Moses. And I'm, I'm going to tell you that I was inspired to do this today by my pastor here in Tennessee. And I never thought of it like that, but I want after I read this and, and give this to you, I want you to see how you can determine whether or not you are a Moses. But let me read first. In chapter 24, it says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose, and I circled the word chose, to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. And I never thought about this, but I thought about those of us who are trying to be double-minded Christians. In other words, you're trying to live in this woke world as a Christian and also living in the world of Christianity as a Christian. What do I mean by that? I mean, you say, I'm a Christian, and and you are. I'm assuming that you are if you're saying so. But you're not behaving as a Christian. You're not declaring like a Christian should. You're saying to those who are involved in sin, that's okay. That's okay. Love is love. We love you. And, and the fact of the matter is, is we do love you. We just don't love your sin. We love the noun. We don't love the verb. That is true for us as well. We are sinners as well. I'm not trying to say, oh, we are better than those who um, have not accepted Christ yet. But the problem is, is you're giving these ideas to others that their behavior their thoughts, their actions align with Christ. Have you ever thought about this? Have you ever looked around and have seen so many churches, so many denominations? Well, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say this is probably the reason why. Because somebody who felt they were in charge, a man or a woman who felt they were in charge of that religion decided they were going to rename sin. Not because they truly believe what they say, but because of the numbers of people that they know they can draw into their church. Now that sounds pretty bizarre, but it is not because it just happened 
where a, ch a church denomination has decided that they are going to uh, open the doors to sin. Now listen, we open the doors to people. We don't open the doors to sin. You and I, and if you're a Christian, I, I am a Christian, and I'm a sinner, but I should never say to God, you know what, listen, listen, it is 2023, goodness gracious, you can't still be calling this action of mine a sin. And God says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Have you read my Bible? It doesn't change. My, the words in the Bible do not change over time. And nor does the definition of sin. So this is what Moses, Moses had a life of luxury as an Egyptian. Now we all understand when Moses was three months old because there was an edict that all the firstborn uh, males were to be destroyed. Because the Pharaoh at that time did not want the Hebrew um, community to continue growing because he was afraid of the power that they had. And so Moses' mother then, when he was three months old, was not afraid, but they knew that a life could be better for their baby. So they put, the, put Moses into the Nile. Miriam's older sister saw him with Pharaoh's daughter, went home, told the mother, listen, Pharaoh's daughter has taken Moses out of the water. And they paid her to take care of him. Because Pharaoh's daughter could not nurse. She did not have the milk to provide for that baby. So they hired Moses' mother, who had the milk, to feed that baby. What the devil means for evil, God will turn to good. So then Moses grew up living in luxury for 40 years. And at one point, he had, he, he had to make this decision. I, I, do I continue living this lie, or do I continue, or do I go on to be the man that God has chosen me to be? Because he knew that he had seen, as it says, the invisible one, which we know is God. How did he see God? You remember the burning bush. So he had come to see God. But he made a choice to leave protection, safety, luxury, um, wealth, all of the things of the world that we are all faced with. He, has, he left it to go to where he knew he was going to be persecuted. And then we know what God used him for for saving all of the Hebrew people from the Egyptians. Now, and that was not an easy feat. Remember how he had to keep going back to Pharaoh and saying, listen, let these people go. You have no reason to have these people other than the fact that they're your slaves and that's the only purpose for them for you. Let my people go. So you can see it from the choice that Moses made left that life of luxury, left the safety, the safety net. All the things that we would consider good as far as worldly things, he gave up. Are you on the fence? 
are, do you have your foot on both sides? Trying to keep this little facade of, look at me, I'm a, an accepting, loving Christian. Oh, I have, I have seen many of my own friends do that very thing. It, it's not going to work. You've got to make a choice. Are you brave enough to make that choice? Giving up that little cushy life for a life that Jesus Christ has for you. It may not be easy. It may not be cushy. But I can tell you this. The final reward of both sides is totally different. You want to stay in the world? That reward upon your death is going to look so different than if you take Jesus Christ into your heart. That reward is glorious. Is glorious. Now, I know this is not the easiest decision to make. I know that. Are you kidding? There are children. Our children are in that woke world. Falling for the devil um, and all of his tactics. Even to the point where they might be humiliating you. Come on, get with it. You still believe in that invisible thing? Well, Moses believed in the invisible thing. And look what God used him for. He saved the people with God's hand upon it. Can you save God's people? That's what we're here for. To save God's people. Get off the fence and get on the correct side.